Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Radio Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 31st in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, to reject revolution but stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, the point we hold the moral high ground. Ladies and gentlemen, my uh, co-host slash guest, if you will, today, Mr. James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org. He's an award-winning author and talk show host. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Sam, I'm excited about today's show. You gave me a little sneak peek of about some of the things we'd be talking about, and I'm ready to sink my teeth into that. It is uh, the last day of May, and if I could uh, be afforded a point of personal privilege, I would just like to announce to the audience, because it was first announced here, I'll have people know, way back in March when it was still uh, about a week or two away from the official launch, I was down in Dallas to do a uh, an appearance to promote the new book that we were rolling out, The Honorable Cause of Free South. Now, it officially launched on April the 1st, and it uh, debuted at number 11 in the nationalism category at Amazon.com. This was this book of... Uh, it's about Southern nationalism, but it's about a lot more than that. It's about having the self-determination of a unique people with a unique culture. And it, it certainly focuses on the story of modern-day advocates of the Southern cause here in the United States. But it's applicable to people who want freedom and independence from tyranny all over the world. And as a result, it has been reviewed by... Uh, publications and writers all over the world in Germany and Croatia and Canada and, uh, of course, throughout the United States. But in any event, I just wanted to say here very quickly with tomorrow being June 1st, this book launched on April the 1st officially, uh, debuted at number 11 in the nationalism category. And now uh, to the day, two months later, it will be tomorrow, and it is still in the top 20. And I can tell you, having been in this business for a long time, that is a very rare thing and, and, and quite the feat. So I would just like to congratulate the uh, 11 co-authors that I had. This book is a compilation, 12 authors, 12 chapters. And uh, there certainly seems to be an appetite for it, and I bring that up uh, here today for two reasons. Number one, of course, uh, I'm, I'm proud of that, that God has blessed this and that there's an appetite for it. And the fact that the first audience to hear anything about this, even before my own audience, was right here on Liberty Roundtable, thanks to Sam Bushman back in March. And I remember that. I was standing outside a hotel in Texas, and um, I, I appreciate the time, Sam. The Honorable Cause, A Free South. 12 Southern Essays. You can get your copy on Amazon. They haven't uh, shut y'all down yet, huh? Well, you know, I have been personally shut down from Amazon, but this isn't my Amazon account, so uh, I don't want to give away too much. But I, I, uh, I did have an account where I sold my first book, which was just my book, not a collaborative endeavor like this is. Uh, but that got shut down, oh, about a year and a half ago, uh, maybe two years ago. Uh, but this one is still up, uh, thank goodness, and uh, it's available for how long, <laughs> you never know, so you better get it if you're interested. But uh, as I said, after two months, it is held very, very steady in the Amazon bestsellers list, so that's uh, that's exciting. And, and, of course, this audience has played a part of it, and you have too, Sam. 
All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. To learn more, again, Amazon book, The Honorable South. A free South. Imagine that. Honorable Cause, A Free South. You got it. Twelve Southern essays, basically highlighting what they want, where they came from, why, who, what, when, where, really breaking down the truth of the matter from a Southern perspective. Heavy focus on Christianity. They've controlled the narrative for too long. This is a, a way to set the record straight, if you will, James. That's exactly right, with a heavy focus on uh, an appeal to God uh, for good people to remain free. And, uh, of course, that's something that we all are very much concerned about here in uh, the once land of the free and home of the brave. All right, now, this is an incredible start to the discussion. Because I want to talk about flags today. What does a flag mean? When you decide we're going to create a flag, what is it for? Now, sometimes it can be for simple advertising or whatever purposes, but really flags have symbolism. Flags have meaning. Flags have purpose. When you do something with a flag, it is basically declaring something, stating something, highlighting, giving focus to something. Um, Talk about that for a second, James. In general, what is a flag? What is the purpose of a flag in the first place? Well, I think a flag is a lot more than just something you decorate uh, a nation or a cause with. I mean, it is your banner. It is your insignia. The first thing I think about when I think of a flag is how a flag, the Christian flag, saved Europe. It saved Europe in the medieval ages uh, on more than one occasion at the Battle of Tours and uh, the the Battle of Vienna with Charles Martel and people like that. At at the time, you had a, a very real non-Christian Muslim invasion of Europe uh, that stood to very much wipe out uh, the European people and uh, the faith, Christianity. And at that time, all of these different European nations were always squabbling with one another. I mean, there was no monolithic European people. All of the different municipalities and kingdoms were constantly at odds and at war with one another. And uh, it stood to reason that uh, as the Muslims continued to advance they were picking off these groups one at a time and were marching throughout europe and they were stopped only by one thing and that was the faith and that faith was united under a banner of the christian flag the christian flag united the tribes of europe they united uh, as different subsects of the same people different groups different people groups but it was the flag uh, that united them, and it was the faith that united them, and that faith was represented in that flag with that cross, and they were able to repel the Muslim hordes and uh, the rest is history. But yes, I mean, you know, of course, a flag signifies exactly who you are, what side you're on in a battlefield. Flags are very important. You certainly don't want to be shooting your own people, and how can you tell the difference in some of these, uh, the, the way wars used to be fought, if not for the, the standard bearer, the, the man who held the flag to separate uh, one uh, army from the other, and it, it tells people who you are, what you are, what you believe in. It is a symbol. Uh, it is a big piece of a person's identity. What flag they uh, claim is their own, uh, whether it be uh, for a cause or a people. Flags are very important. Flags, flags define a set of values, beliefs, commitments, actions. Flags are a way to unite around a cause and a way to draw battle lines. Whatever that be, whether it be a physical battle on the battlefield, as James points out, whether it be a battle of of ideology, whether it be a battle of uh, principle or morality or the lack thereof, 
whatever the case, flags are designed to unite followers or believers and draw a line against opposition. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to dig in, and we're going to dig in hard. Um, There are now what are called unauthorized flags. Unauthorized flags, ladies and gentlemen. And sadly in America, the unauthorized flags have become what? Like the Gadsden flag. Don't tread on me, if you will. That's one of them. Flags of the Confederate States of America uh, is another one. There's a few different uh, versions of several of these flags uh, that have been out recently. Um, These are the only what? Unacceptable, unauthorized flags, James? Yeah, I mean, if you mean unauthorized in so much as it doesn't represent necessarily an existing nation or it isn't the official flag of, of, uh, of a nation. I mean or... unauthorized as in you're not allowed to have your agency to choose oh, to fly them well, if you want yeah. <laughs> to. You are considered Satan if you do. You know, that's, that's, again, it goes to the heart of what I think we're talking about here. Why are flags important? If they weren't important, you know, why... Why such hatred? Why such attack of flags like the Confederate flag? Who Pat Buchanan, when asked about it in, in his presidential campaign for 1996, which was really when he was at the pinnacle of his of his power politically, uh, he was asked about this in a debate, uh, Republican Party presidential debate in South Carolina. He was asked about uh, the fight to keep the Confederate battle flag atop the South Carolina State House, which is where it stayed until Dylan Roof's business in 2015, which of course he had nothing to do with it either. They just used that as an excuse to attack the flag and bring it down because they know that uh, to attack it is to attack the people that it represents, which at the end of the day are God-fearing, loyal uh, sons of... uh, So we go back to our definition, ladies and gentlemen. It's designed to unite, but it's also designed to create battle lines. Therefore, all those who attack and desire to bring it down have a given different set of values, ideologies, principles, right? This is key, Sam. Listen, this is it. Uh, This is what Buchanan said, and I'll make the point to your point. Uh, He said in that debate, to me, the Confederate flag represents valor, honor, courage, and the willingness to die for your country. I think it should stay right where it is. And that's the thing about it. Universally, outside of this cabal that controls our system, and by system I mean the various institutions of power, whether it be the media, the government, academia, here in this country, that cabal that runs the system that we are under, Outside of that, to a lot of free-thinking people, people who have the ability to think for themselves worldwide, not just in the American South, but worldwide. I mean, you see the Confederate flag all over Europe, uh, from Western Europe to Russia and uh, between. Uh, I had a member of parliament, I'm not going to tell you who it was, a sitting member of one of the parliaments in Europe who recently asked me to please send him a hand-stitched Confederate flag that he could that he could have to keep, because what it represents to him and to so many others is a cry for freedom and a resistance to tyranny that's what it means you talk about unofficial that's what it means to a lot of people around the world including people that might All right, let's go ahead and skip the break ladies and gentlemen but we've created in america kind of a persona non grata uh with regards to unauthorized flags so to speak the gadsden flag don't tread on me was the patriot flag of the revolution uh then the flag of the Confederate States of America. Um, I don't know necessarily want to call it a battle flag because it's really a flag of Christian values. 
The reason it became a battle flag, again, flags are designed to unite. It united the southern states, without a doubt. But what it really did was draw the line of Christianity and states' rights, and those who hated that wanted to bring it down. This is the battle lines I'm talking about, and they wanted to bring it down since the beginning, and they have not led up to this very day, James. That's why these flags are, what do they call it, persona non grata? Well, that is exactly right. And, again, getting back to Jesus Christ, Jesus told us, because they hated him, they were also they will also hate us. They will hate us because of him. And the Confederate flag, the Confederate flag that you think of, was actually never a national flag of the Confederacy. I don't want to digress and get too far out in the weeds of, of history and technicalities here. But the well, first, and that's why uh, I put the word flags there because there's different iterations and modern that, manipulations what, and etc. Well, and right? that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I mean, what people refer to as the Confederate flag was the battle flag, uh, and it's, it was a square flag with the red field and the x-shaped cross with the the blue x and the and the white stars representing the 13 states of the of the confederacy and it it was a christian flag that's the thing uh and it 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 was if you look at the cross of scotland that is called the saint andrew's cross the national flag of scotland still to this day it looks exactly like a confederate flag with just different colors uh, and that is because so many people who settled in the American South were from that part of the British Isles. They were uh, obviously from what is now the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. But you had a lot of Scottish uh, blood in the South. Uh, my DNA is 33% Scottish, uh, with the rest almost overwhelmingly English. But So that, that's where the, the, the southern state settlers came from that part of the world originally. And so they took what was the flag of Scotland. The St. Andrew's cross, because St. Andrew, one of Jesus' disciples, was crucified, but not on the kind of cross that we imagine Jesus to have been crucified on, uh, that is so famous, but an X-shaped cross. So literally, this is a Christian cross. It is the cross of St. Andrew, the the, the saint of, of Scotland, who was uh, sacrificed uh, for his service to Jesus, and and that's where you get the Confederate flag. And so, again, I think at the end of the day, a lot of this goes to the hatred of Christianity because the South was a good and decent Christian people. And the people who fly that flag, the people who, whose hearts still harbor such sentimentality and devotion to that flag, it, it, it is inseparable from the faith. Again, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier with Charles Martel and Europe and the Muslims. Uh, it, it's the faith that they, are, that they are really attempting to destroy. And all of this stuff about white supremacy and racist, all of these words they use, to try to run people away uh, from from that flag. I mean, hey, you want to get into a really uh, interesting conversation about flags. What does the American flag stand for now? Uh, transgenderism, abortion? I mean, what, what does that flag stand well, for? Well, that's people? exactly where we're going. Let's kick this off, ladies and gentlemen. With, there's an article uh, written at The Federalist. It says, new commentary at The Federalist is warning that June Pride Month, which is starting tomorrow, that's Gay Pride Month, is becoming something much more sinister. The statement says your children will have the same worldview as Greta Thunberg and you will be happy. In fact, it'll be mandatory, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they're talking about uh, and that's to kick off this discussion. The gay and lesbian agenda or gay pride or whatever you want to call it, rainbow flag, whatever, they've got a flag that they put up all the time. 
And this flag is designed to unite those who agree with the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, uh, woke, Q, whatever letters they're going to string onto that thing as they go. Uh, their goal is to unite everybody around that and draw battle lines. James? That is exactly right, Sam. I mean, what I'm stabbing at, you are hitting with pinpoint precision. That is, again, the purpose of a flag. And I have to. It's amazing. how I found out, ladies and gentlemen, what we were going to be talking about about two minutes before we came on the air. So none of this was planned or pre-rehearsed. If Sam and I seem to be bouncing off of one another or feeding off one another, it's just totally totally uh, impromptu. But it, it all goes back, I have to say to something involving Christianity and Jesus Christ and the system's hatred of Christians and and that message that would free people from this degeneracy and sin uh, that they are, are fighting so hard to uh, preserve and protect. But this... Uh, the the so-called rainbow flag, you know, the homosexual movement and, and, and everything that is spun from that, this demonic transgenderism movement that uh, advocates for the child genital mutilation that's forever going to sterilize these kids and six demonic stuff but that that they picked a rainbow they could have had any insignia in the world but why the rainbow and to me i i think it, it is an attack again on christianity which of course the rainbow up until uh, the last couple of decades when the so-called homosexual movement got got sanctioned by the system was always a symbol of God's promise to never destroy the world again by flood. That's what the rainbow meant to everybody you know, up until the last few years. But they have again hijacked a righteous symbol and, and perverted it, uh, which is, again, what people like this are want to do. They introduced the rainbow flag in 1978, ladies and gentlemen. It is an agenda flag. How did it become a symbol of gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender pride? Well, they saw the natural rainbow from the sky and adopted the eight colors, each color for its own meaning. Yeah, listen carefully. Ready? Hot pink for sex. Red for, quote, life. Orange for healing. Yellow for sunlight. Green for nature, turquoise for art, indigo for harmony, violet for spirit. And what does and any of that have to do? What does any of that oh, have has to do with to do sexual with degeneracy? They want to, I'll tell you, they want to take over every aspect of your life, whether you talk about the you know earth, wind, fire, you know all that, uh, whether you talk about uh, emotions, uh, physical, spiritual emotional uh, they want to take over that this relates to all aspects of your mortal existence they want to control and they want to stake out their forced position when they raise the flag they say you will unite or you will be absolutely attacked in a violent this is how come they don't call that a battle flag james because that's what it is no, it's exactly right. I mean, there's nothing more I can say about that. That is their flag. That is what identifies their their group and their cause and uh, how they divide them from the rest. And they, of course, consider themselves to be at war with the rest. And quite frankly, I am at, at, at war in a spiritual war against these things that are so harmful to God's natural order and to family. So, I mean, we're not talking about going out and harming people physically. But, yes, I mean, I would like to see... 
this restricted from the public square. No doubt about it. All right. Now I'm going to take this on. They want you to believe the rainbow flag is a flag of peace because God put, listen carefully, ladies and gentlemen, God put the rainbow out as a sign of peace. God's making peace with the world, saying, hey, as long as the rainbow's in the sky, all is well, right? They want you to believe all is well, but in my opinion, it's a satanic misrepresentation of God's intentions, okay? The same thing is true with the gay and lesbian, bisexual, transgender lifestyle. They want to destroy your natural God-ordained temple, your body, and pervert it into something, everything, that goes against God's laws. God said one man, one woman marriages, Adam, Eve. Uh, and you know what? Your bodies are meant to be together in love and harmony. They're not uh, conflicting roles. They're complementary roles, male and female, husband and wife. Sex is designed to bring them together to become one. And sex is designed to bring children to the world to repopulate God's family on earth. Everything they stand for rejects the purpose of the God-ordained natural family. That's why they've stolen God's symbol of peace and love and safety and stability and covenant and replaced it with all seven colors. In other words, we are going to pervert God's law in every way, in every facet of your life possible. The rainbow flag with the seven colors is designed to be a battle flag to unite those who stand with them in other words a godless view because you can't even procreate you can't partner with god right the, you can't have a family they want to destroy the family the they want to destroy all that this is their battle flag against god you can say it's not true you can pretend it's not true but everything that their symbols relate to Everything that their agenda creates, every thought and action that their battle flag denotes, pits them against God and his eternal plan of happiness for his children. James, have I overstated this? Look at this guy, Sam Bushman, ladies and gentlemen. He rolls out of bed with world-class commentary. His brain is at a 100% functionality uh, early in the morning. Now, I do a Saturday night show, and I, I, I do the best I can to keep up with Sam on these early morning appearances, well, mid-morning appearances. Uh, but I, I typically am sharper at night. But, yes, everything that I wish I could say as eloquently as Sam, he, he's certainly saying, I agree 100% with, uh, with all of that, Sam, and that's, that, that's the thing about it. Uh, is you, you see a rainbow in the sky after that uh, transgendered and, and let's be clear here I, I hate to use the system's terms because that's a victory for them as well there there is no transgendered person okay you cannot change your gender you you cannot change your biological sex you can pretend you can cross dress you can take you can hormones. lie you can deceive you can pretend but it's a falsehood you can you can mutilate yourself and cut off certain parts, uh, but you're never going to be you're not going to change your chromosomes. You're not going to change the way God made you. You will be you may be a very severely mutilated and unrecognizable male or female, but you will be what you were born as. And uh, so when the so-called transgendered person uh, went up, uh, which is really you should just call them transvestites. That's what crossdressers are. But when they went up, uh, uh, when. I believe it was a white. It's it's so hard to know because they call they say we misgender people, but it's actually the media doing it. I believe it was a biological woman who went up and shot that Christian school in Nashville, 
And the day I saw this and I couldn't believe it, I believe I sent it to you, Sam. Uh, but the day after uh, they finally reopened, after all of those Christian uh, children and, and school administrators were shot by this person who had these flags in her bedroom, I might add. You're talking about a battle flag? I mean, it's literally. Uh, the day after that church finally reopened, I think they were closed for a week or two, uh, obviously in light of the circumstances, a rainbow appeared uh, on the field of the church uh, as they were letting out of the first service after they resumed. Uh, that's something to think yeah, about. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, they're planning a new flag for the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender group. It's going to have more colors to include the black, the brown, anybody uh, of other races that may not be included. They want to include everybody in their agenda except for God-fearing Christians. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Nine teenagers were arrested last night in connection with the mob beatdown of three Marines on a Southern California beach in San Clemente over the weekend. The Orange County Sheriff's Department announced four males and one female were charged with assault with a deadly weapon and were admitted to juvenile hall. Another four minors were reportedly charged with misdemeanor assault and battery. House leaders are confident that the chamber today will approve the debt ceiling bill between President Biden and Speaker Kevin McCarthy when they vote on the measure later today after the House Rules Committee greenlit it last night. The move clears a major hurdle as it continues to face opposition from both Democrats and Republicans. The rule was adopted by a 7-6 to vote with Republican representatives Chip Roy and Ralph Norman joining all Democrats in opposition. The debt limit bill will now advance to the floor for debate with a vote sometime today. The 99-page measure would raise the nation's spending limit for the next two years to avoid a federal debt default. I'm Skip Kelly. Plumes of smoke from wildfires burning in southeastern Canada's Nova Scotia province are drifting across the northeastern USA and prompting air quality alerts in several cities through today. Fires have been burning in Canada for weeks. North Korea has said an accident happened as it planned to send up its first space satellite, causing it to crash into the sea. Pyongyang announced earlier it planned to launch a satellite to monitor U.S. military activities. It now says it will attempt a second launch as soon as possible. The launch sparked a false alarm today in the South Korean capital of Seoul, while in Japan a warning was issued to residents on Okinawa in the south. Several thousand cheering and flag-waving Jordanians packed a sports stadium for a free concert in the capital of Amman as part of celebrations leading up to the kingdom's first major royal wedding in years. 28-year-old Crown Prince Hussein is to marry Saudi architect Rajwa Alsaf tomorrow. USA News. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. 
James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org, and Sam Bushman on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Flags mean something. Don't pretend they don't. It unites those who reverence that flag, whatever it be, and it creates battle lines against those who don't go along. Yeah, there are flags that are persona non grata in America, talking about the Gadsden flag. Uh, Don't tread on me is another name people use for it. Flag of the Confederate States of America, or some call it the battle flag. But really, the rainbow flag with the seven colors of the spectrum is the real battle flag now. And what they're doing is using this flag as the wedge to destroy America, to divide between the godly and the godless, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you can say that isn't true, but you'll find out soon enough that I'm right. Look, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender groups across the United States right now are considering a new flag meant to be, quote, more inclusive. They want to include the transgender community and people of color is their first agenda. Eventually, they will use um, this flag to be more inclusive. Those who support climate change lies. Those who uh, support any agenda that destroys Christianity and liberty. It will eventually be a agency versus tyranny discussion. If you stand for agency, if you will not deny the Christ, you will be the enemy as they use their flags to draw the battle lines. Ladies and gentlemen, commentary at the Federalist warns about this, that Pride Month coming up tomorrow, all month to celebrate their agenda, ladies and gentlemen, and you try to raise one of the, quote, unacceptable or or banned flags or unauthorized flags and buddy they'll literally call the cops on you shut you down try to take your flag try to destroy your life call you a bigot an enemy a racist a hater and buddy then if you're not very careful you'll find out soon the fbi will toss terrorism charges on top of it if you're not very careful indeed this is where they are headed call me crazy write it down remember who warned you now there's another flag james that i want to highlight it's the flag of surrender. Do you know what it is? It's, what, the, it's a certain just the color. white, the white flag. That's right, the white flag of surrender. Interesting that it's white, huh? Oh yeah, all the whites are going to surrender by heck and by golly, they will, or they will be crushed. You don't believe me? Headlines says this: Godlessness. Super popular TV show defends gay pride flag on set. Yeah, unapologetically supports sexual depravity and has no problem promoting homosexuality. What am I talking about? Story from World Net Daily and The Daily Caller. The Chosen is what I'm talking about. The Chosen defended having a gay pride flag on set after facing criticism in social media. Here's what happened. John Root, by the way, a Christian conservative commentator, He's a Turning Point USA contributor as well. He tweeted out screenshots of a, quote, behind-the-scenes YouTube video showing a pride flag on the set of The Chosen. And he asked them why the pride flag was there. The Chosen Twitter account replied, saying, quote, we will work with anyone on our show. Yeah. <laughs> so my question true. to you, 
My question to you for the Chosen is, are they going to go ahead and put up a Confederate battle flag or the Gadsden flag, James? No, we are not included with everyone and all people. For all of this talk and love of diversity, there is no tolerance for a diversity of opinion or or, or of thought. And I don't even know where to begin with all of this. I, I, I did want to circle back very quickly just to say that in in the rainbow appearing uh, by God's hand and God's design as that church reopened after the attack, I think that was, you know, God's way of saying your cause is not my cause, uh, that the rainbow would appear, you know, as it is used now uh, when those people went back into session was was interesting. But, yeah, the uh, – yeah, well, and <laughs> it's also become – uh, I think quite appropriate that the flag of surrender is, is is a white flag and the flag of violence and destruction is the black, fl- uh, black flag. Ironically, Stonewall Jackson, who was one of the great Christian generals of the Confederacy, wanted to raise the black flag uh, against the Union. Uh, no quarter to the violators of our homes and fireside, he said. He wanted, he said, that was the only way you had to look to the Bible uh, to uh, for such wars that uh, the government in Richmond didn't have uh, the... Uh, the heart to do what needed to be done uh, and, and and beating the North quickly because he forecasted everything that would be coming. He And, and we've, we've talked about that, I believe, before on this program. Even in the 1860s, you had uh, theologians like R.L. Dabney and, and, and Christian warriors like Stonewall Jackson who could see what would happen if you have an out-of-control Leviathan-like federal government uh, that is in complete control over the over the citizenry. Now, I don't think in their worst nightmares they could have anticipated all of the things we're talking about now. But, yes, I mean, everything we're talking about, it all ties together. That's for sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to call the rainbow flag a battle flag. How come no one else is calling the rainbow flag a battle flag, James? That's exactly what it's now becoming and being used for, right? Well, they've had they've had some products that have been taken offline, if you can believe it, because they have been so over the top violent. Uh, pictures with with guns and the flag and, and and making violent threats and and things like that. But uh, but yes, I mean, again, you you have the most recent uh, act of uh, domestic terrorism that was perpetrated because of an ideology, uh, and uh, it, it was that situation in Nashville where this person had those flags. And I believe also this new flag you're talking about, which is now being, of course, really aggressively marketed uh, you you see it i mean you of course originally uh, and instinctively think of the the so-called rainbow flag as the flag of this particular uh group of of partisans but they now have the transgender flag which has the original colors of the rainbow plus like a, a a light pink and a light blue and a brown and a black and that's sort of been like a triangular type of uh, alignment there on the flag because again as you said they are bringing in everybody except god's people and they really do see themselves in, in a fanatical way a very much uh, militantly opposed to god's law uh, because they are collaborators. Uh, they are collaborators against uh, the commandments of, of, of our uh, Now, of our most, folks, most folks who are involved right now don't realize it's a battle flag. They don't realize they're drawing lines and eventually uh, all will unite against Christians. They don't realize that. Most people just think, hey, I'm celebrating people's choices. That's a lie. Uh, I'm celebrating people's, you know, affinity for these things, or even if I'm not for them, I'm celebrating that my son or my daughter, my family member, my loved one, 
or I'm just symbolizing that I'm the peaceful guy um, and I don't hate the gays or whatever else. And uh, people are innocently getting aboard this, James. But eventually the battle lines will become more and more hardened. Sam, Mark I, my words. I know a lot of people who are against this agenda, people like you and I. And I don't think even our enemies, and we've been so attacked and, and, and so maligned by the press and, and by different figures, but I don't think any of them could honestly have ever listened to us and say, you know what, uh, James Edwards and Sam Bushman are, are violent people. Uh, James Edwards and Sam Bushman would really do harm to people if they had an opportunity to do that. Now, yes, we are absolutely resolute in our uh positions on this but the the other side however i mean you read some of the things that they're saying the other side uh, it, it is a battle flag it is a battle flag and they truly do have a violent mentality against people who would want they say restrict their rights i mean in all honesty i mean there, there's a paradox there because i i do think we have too much freedom uh, you know people freedom is the end goal freedom absolute freedom is a great thing and i don't think it is i think it has to be freedom under god's constraints and under god's laws men have the freedom now to marry another man uh you have the freedom now to take your eight-year-old child and, and and mutilate him you didn't have that freedom a few years ago freedom as just this abstract concept is not a good thing we need restrictions on on certain things obviously uh thank god we don't have the the freedom to go out and just murder whomever uh, might want to murder somebody else so i uh, this this whole thing about freedom but uh, they, they're not they say they're fighting for freedom they're fighting for this that and the other but that that should not be something that is allowed in a first class nation and, and, you know, interestingly, I think in talking about this, even this, the, the third world nations, Africa is way ahead of uh, supposedly, you know, God's country here uh, in, in, in some of the African parliaments. And they're putting heavy restrictions about this because they see it as what it is. It is an attack on family. It is an attack on, on God's order. And if, if you have a society that embraces this, you're, you're cutting yourself off. At that generation, any family, uh, any person who accepts this lifestyle forever severs his. Hey, can his you go ahead and skip that break? We don't have time for breaks this show. This is too <laughs> vital to understand. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Jane Fonda is now leading a bunch of liberals who want white men arrested and jailed for the climate crisis. Okay, I told you that Greta Thunberg is involved here. Everyone will agree eventually okay they are working on this now they tried to put the ten commandments in texas government schools it failed even in texas where they try to promote you know these principles uh got rejected texas is too woke too liberal too extreme against god almighty ladies and gentlemen now what are christian values you ask all right these are important the ten commandments ladies and gentlemen is the guidelines for a moral society all right if everyone lived just by the ten commandments we wouldn't need armies or even cops for that matter folks right it's the bedrock of the american experiment and this shows that we at james edwards and sam bushman are not violent we're appealing to the ten commandments their plan and i i, I worked on words for this james their plan is called operation destroy agency it's well underway, James. 
In fact, it we're is. so divided now that even foreign threats don't even unite us anymore. Well, uh, the, the, we are the foreign threat, you know, quite frankly, here, and it, we'll see how how much America and Washington, or, you know, the Biden administration, the system. I mean, because Biden is only the president. I mean, he is not calling the shots. He's not making these decisions on Russia. I mean, we know that, but. Uh, we'll see how badly uh, those who rule us will mismanage the situation in Russia and uh, what God will do with it. But uh, this is, uh, yeah, we're going in the wrong direction on, on all of that stuff, you know, societally speaking. And uh, you, you had said something before I digressed on to the, the nuclear topic. Uh, what was it? I had a comment in mind, but uh, it, it's escaped me. Well, so basically Operation Destroy Agency, sadly, is well underway, James. Well, we certainly don't have the agency to uh, advocate, again, a difference of opinion on... on well, you have all critical. kinds of freedom and agency per, per, for perversion, destruction of anything godly, but you don't have any liberty when it comes to standing with God. That's being taken away slowly, but surely, And, 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 and here's, what I, here's the point I was going to make. Uh, my father was born in 1954. Uh, which was the same year of the Brown versus Board of Education decision. And you look at uh, what society looked like within a single man's lifetime, going back to the early to mid-1950s, and you look at it today. Now, that is in, within one lifetime. And you've progressed all the way up to and through what we're talking about now, child gender mutilization as a right. Uh, and you wonder how much more in this direction uh, uh, society is going to be willing to you go. You ain't seen nothing yet, buddy. Remember who told you that, too. Well, uh, I, you know, by the way, going back to some of the things you and I have talked about over the years, that classic conversation as we were coming back from a friend's baptism in Missouri when we were having this conversation. <laughs> this is a, a, a true digression here, but this conversation about the, uh, the, the, the purported threat of artificial intelligence. Now all of these companies are now saying, oh, my God, we got to stop. We're about to kill ourselves. But, yeah, I don't you know. know. We, you know we what they're doing? It. You know what they're doing? They're promoting the international global agenda on that. They're saying we have to have a global group that can adjudicate and protect us from ai it's a lie to move you into a global government control system my friends well uh they'll need to because i think if left to its own devices this thing will metastasize to the point where it, it forces uh, it, it for it, it's gonna it's gonna hit the wall and it's it, it, this whole a lot of this stuff has always Did you hear about the attorney pickle. that tried to use ai to go ahead and write his brief in court uh, no, it turns out everything, everything he quoted turned out to be false, and it was bogus, and AI just lied to him and wrote a bunch of crap to sound intelligent, and he got caught creating all kind, or promoting and citing <laughs> all kinds of fake cases well, that didn't even exist. Now, hang on now. Uh, you told me that you got chat GPT to, to write a speech for you, and it was like the, the, the quintessential yes. Sam Bushman. <laughs> That's right. It can be right as rain enough to get you to believe in it, but it can also deceive you in a second and flat out lie to you, and you never know which is which is the problem. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. This absolutely relates completely. They want to create such confusion to where you can't know and can't trust anything, James. That's their goal. Well, it's, we watch all of this stuff unfold. Here, here's the thing. You, you, and you look at what's going on underneath. All of the people who don't have power, which is at least half of the country, the, the Trump voters, they are very much simmering in a volcanic type of way underneath the surface. Uh, they have no power. They have no representation because they aren't in power. Now, if they were in power, if we were in power, you would see all of these, all of these corporations, uh, they're going to be changing their 
company logo to the so-called pride flag uh, next month, I mean, beginning tomorrow with June. Every major corporation in America and around the world will have their logo, as, as and you And know governments in bed and, with these corporations. And, 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 Let's be clear. Right. That's right. And uh, if that's interesting, too. These people act like they are the ones who are being put upon. They are the ones who have to fight for, you know, against the, the We're talking classic and, projection, James. Exactly. They're the ones having to fight against bigoted, uh, small-minded Christians who have no power when they have literally the entire federal government, the entire federal judiciary, uh, the entire corporate structure in America and around the world behind them. But they're the ones that are the underdogs, you understand. Uh, but, yes, yeah, pure projection. But you'll see all of these companies uh, beginning tomorrow and throughout the month of June, which I hate because June is my birth month. My birthday's in June. And and now this is what June's known for. But, yeah, all of these companies are going to change their, their colors to the uh, to the rainbow thing. And uh, but, but, again, they're the ones that are, that are being put out. But I, I think you look at how far we've gone uh, underneath the surface – People are upset. These people don't have power. Uh, but, hey, an economic collapse here, this country is teetering and just begging for it. You get some of these nations off the dollar and hold on to your hats. Uh, you know, maybe a, a nuclear war with Russia there. Who knows? All these people need is an opportunity uh, for the system to, to crack and fissure. And I think that it has to, Sam. I, I still, my God, you know, uh, so much of the naivete that I might have had as a young activist when I got my start, uh, when I was 19 years old working for Pat Buchanan, uh, a lot of that naivete is, you know, I thought, my, well, we're 19, we'll just go knock on enough door. I'm 19, we'll knock on enough doors. There's no way we're going to, you know, he's not going to be president. But, um, you know, you, 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 lose, you lose youthful naivete as you grow older and mature and, and, and see how things work. But I, I Sad, still but believe, true. I still believe, and I, I knew what, I, I'd still look back on that with the utmost fondness. If it hadn't been for those years and those experiences, I wouldn't be where I am now. It was the best, the best decision I ever made. Wouldn't be talking to you had it not been for all of that. Everybody who's young is an idealist. As you get older, you see things more clearly because that's what experience affords you. But nevertheless, I, I, but I if say you're that honorable. To say this, you try to make the real closer to the ideal every day of your exactly, life. Exactly, exactly, society, exa ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. That's why we still do this. Now, I would do even if if, if the Lord Himself came down and said, "James, I'm sorry, but your victory is going to be on the heavenly side of this of this divide." It, this is just the way it's going to be here on this on this world until I come back and uh, you're not going to win. It's only going to get worse. I would still do my duty because, again, that is my duty to fight, to set an example for my kids, to stand for what's right until God calls me home. But I I don't believe that it's necessarily over yet. I mean, yes, everything's in array against us right now, but you've seen history swing on a pendulum before. You've seen this in other countries uh, that were at our level of degeneracy, and um, and and then it it just it it eventually yeah, to make turned. Your point, you back this. in the day, they even killed Christ, folks. Uh, well, <laughs> that and the, the, so you know how many people living under the horrors of Bolshevism and, and communism, where you know you weren't deplatformed if you disagreed with the state or the system, you were just killed or thrown into the gulag or put into a work camp until they killed you. Uh, how many people living under that for all of those decades thought this is never going to end? This is the way it's always going to be. And uh, there's no chance we have. We have no power. Everything's against us. They're too strong. And then uh, look at Russia now, which, I, of course, I think Russia is, a, is, is an exemplar of, of Christianity now and, and, and 
when compared to the United States, but it's a totally different thing than what they had in, under communism, that's for sure. So that's what I'm saying is always, always maintain hope. I, I do believe that and, the And I'm of the belief program, that Russia is still a tyrannical communist country. They have dismantled the Soviet Union to pretend they're Christian, uh, to try to soft-pedal their, their agenda. Uh, that's just my opinion to which I'm entitled. You know, the ones we think are Christians are former KGB um, kind of people. But nevertheless, think about it. The chosen of all groups have now caved to promote the gay pride flag. And they're not apologizing or backing away. They're going, oh, absolutely. That's who we work with. Well, I'm not done. Fox News has now gone full woke with, quote, Gender rules, they call them. The Daily Signal with the report, but the Fox News employee handbook has been imposing, quote, woke gender rules on its staff or employees for at least two years, James, since the rules were published in 2021. Employees are reportedly allowed to use bathrooms that align with their, quote, gender identity rather than their biological sex. Uh, They must be... um, referred to uh, others as their, quote, preferred names and pronouns. Cross-dressing is the opposite sex is fine to align with their preferred made-up gender. Fox also is helping with transition plans for those who want to, quote, transition using the far-left human rights campaign. The Fox handbook literally defines all this stuff. None of these terms existed 20 years ago. And none have basis in science or morality at all. But it's not just how Fox regulates employees and their behavior. These disturbing revelations come as Fox Digital is also now using leftist activist language to promote the agenda. Yeah. Manipulating language, modifying and dominating language, making certain words acceptable and certain words un touchable yeah like gender affirming care and this kind of stuff all soft ways to promote gender mutilation okay they're also using terms to keep children from their parents to cover up the real agenda that's why for example they want you to believe it's a rainbow flag it's a flag of peace i'm calling it a battle flag see nobody else does that except for sam bushman fox digital is now also consistently using female pronouns for biological males yeah, they're promoting the Bud Light stuff. You're not allowed to say Tucker on TV now. And uh, the Daily Signal is reporting that a source still at Fox says, hey, they're not going to talk about Mulvaney negatively at all. Yeah, they say don't touch that. And so they're changing the language to promote their agenda by force inside and publicly they want you to think it's misplaced that you stand for traditional values and they're pushing it relentlessly not only at the chosen but at fox james well i'll tell you about this is infecting fox news programming i'm about to favorable to transgender agenda james I'm about to tell you about Fox, and I'll tell you uh, before that that this thing, they better be glad it's not a battle flag bec- and that they have the entirety of the system and its apparatus. You know, you're not very much uh, a downtrodden uh, 
warrior for a cause when you have the entire system behind you. But they better be glad it's not a hot war because if you have a bunch of the people who unite under that flag out on a battlefield, you know, hypothetically speaking, uh, it's not going to go well for them. I mean, could you imagine? Uh, it's just not going to be transgenders and uh, Dylan Mulvaney and lesbians and all of this if they actually had to take a battlefield like our ancestors had to do to uh, to win for their cause or their people. That uh, would that would be the shortest war in history. Uh, but uh, but if you don't like Putin, and I, I say Putin's vastly preferable to to Biden. But if you don't like that example, I mean, look at look at Spain uh, that for hundreds of years, centuries was under Muslim rule. And they, they finally got out of the shackles uh, of that. And it uh, it led to the voyage of Christopher Columbus. That was part of that celebration. And uh, anyway, uh, I'm just saying things change. It, 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 it can look like it had no hope, as the people might have thought under communism or under uh, the Spanish or the, the Muslim rule in Spain. But things end. And I think that this system right now is too absurd to endure. So I do think that things can change here, even though the uh, the odds are stacked against us right now. No more so than some of these other people throughout history have seen. Amen. But yeah, with we Fox know God News, continues to whittle down his army, too. So if we feel like we don't have many supporters, that's okay, according to God Almighty, right? That's exactly right. And uh, at any rate, uh, Fox News. Yeah, Fox News was never – I liked a lot of the things Tucker Carlson said. Uh, but besides that, I mean, Fox News was never part of the solution. I mean, the Murdoch family, I mean, these are all part of the same uh, system and same cabal. Uh, they, 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 they have a slightly more, for lack of a better word, conservative outlet than MSNBC. And it only looks conservative compared to what it's up against, MSNBC, CNN, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so they, they – founded this to rake in all of the money from that side of the advertising pie. Uh, but they were having, you know, years ago, Bruce Jenner, whom they called Caitlyn Jenner, on as a, a conservative spokesperson. I mean, this, this uh, no, I mean, they were, Fox News has never been, for anybody in the know, uh, Fox News, of course, was never, you know, some Yeah, they used to defiant, say report, you decide unless you make the wrong choice, huh, James? Well, that's right. I mean, it was, all, it was presented as this defiant, you know, conservative stalwart uh, uh, fighting against uh, the, the rest of the system. But it's part of the same system, and this is just more evidence of that. I mean, you know, insisting that employees and hosts refer to people pretending to be an opposite sex by the, the side that they pretend to be, that's just, that's madness. That's ridiculous. It's preposterous. It's psychosis, no ladies and gentlemen. Hour one in the can. Listen, agency sadly being destroyed. Operation Destroy Agency sadly well underway. Hour one in the can. The Chosen and Fox News promote the gay, lesbian, bisexual battle agenda. Another group's doing the same. We'll tell you about it next hour. Sam Bushman and James Edwards. We declare... God save the Republic of the United States of America. Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, James Edwards, together for a two-hour special broadcast. This is May 31st in the year of our Lord 2023. The goal to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property. 
James Edwards with me, thepoliticalcesspool.org. Last hour, I created the headline called Operation Destroy Agency. Sadly, well underway. We talked about flags. We talked about projection. Projection is the process of displacing one's feelings or actions onto a different person, animal, or object. That's what they're doing. They're involved in projection. Okay, we talked about the book, The Honorable Cause, A Free South, 12 Southern Essays, setting the record straight because they've called us the enemies of everything. We're virtually Satan. But folks, persona non grata, even the flags that celebrated Christian views, the Gadsden flag, don't tread on me, celebrating liberty, both unacceptable in America today. But the battle flag, the rainbow flag, well, the seven colors of the spectrum now being expanded, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer, or whatever questioning, groups across the U.S. considering a new flag meant to be more inclusive of the transgender community and people of color. Eventually, they will bring in issues like the environment. If you don't support global change or whatever you want to call it you'll be the Greta Thunberg or you will be ostracized persona non grata you'll be shut down we talked about new commentary at the Federalist warning about this gay pride month it's much more sinister than you think and it starts tomorrow even people jumping aboard saying well I'm not really gay but you know what I want to be kind and inclusive and they're all being deceived because they think it's a flag of peace the rainbow how nice but it's really a battle flag ladies and gentlemen collecting all those who align and drawing the battle line against all those who will not go along right now it's confusing because people are deceived they don't know what they're committing to they don't know what they're agreeing to they just think they're being kind and inclusive and gentle but they will be absolutely spit upon they will absolutely eventually be ostracized. And ultimately, the goal is destruction of anybody who will not go along. Eventually, if you will not deny the Christ, you will be in their crosshairs. You got it? Yeah. Even sadly, ladies and gentlemen, the chosen defended having a pride flag on set saying that we will work with anyone. Well, anyone means anything but real true Christians who won't go along with this agenda. This godless agenda of everything perverted relating to your temple, to your body, anything that promotes traditional marriage, the traditional family, sex within the bonds of, uh, bounds of marriage, um, unacceptable. You cannot have children. That's bad. That's evil. Abort them. Kill them. Destroy them. Anything that is moral and good and right about procreation and about God's law relating sex is shut down, mocked, ridiculed, destroyed. Anything perverted, though, is promoted from the rooftops. Good is called evil. Evil is called good. Fox News, along with the chosen, doubling down with this evil, woke, hostile agenda. The agenda is to promote everything perverted and reject everything moral. So last hour, I highlighted and called it Operation Destroy Agency. Sadly, is well underway. This hour, my headline is this, because we're taking a positive Look at this. Remember, God whittles down his army oftentimes. Look at Gideon's army or whatever. He let less and less and less people and the, the, the individuals involved were going, what the heck? How, why? 
The Lord knows what he's doing, folks. Have faith in the heavens, if you will. But the headline for this hour, James, to kick this off, go woke, go broke, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to talk about that this hour. Not only is the chosen promoting this agenda now, blatantly, openly in your face, so is Fox News, but so is Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A goes woke, commits to diversity, equity, inclusion agenda. Folks, this is insane. And you think, well, come on, don't you believe in diversity, Sam? Don't you believe in uh, equity? I mean, come on, who, want, who doesn't want equity for people? How about inclusion? See, these words are nice sounding. But gen- ladies and gentlemen, they are going after you very kindly, nicely, gently, so that you come aboard. Their real agenda will be known over time. Okay, and you see it. In the beginning, the gays just said, golly, don't abuse us. Please just let us you know, believe and act as we think best. Don't hurt us. And now they say, if you don't go along with the gay agenda, you are a bigot and a hater. Okay, you ain't seen nothing yet of how hardcore they'll get. The more they get in charge, the more their real agenda uh, is brought to bear. They will accept nothing less than a denial of Christ and a rejection of everything godly, or you will become the enemy. James, go woke, go broke. The good news is that we, the people, are starting to make them pay for this with our with our dollars, with our wallets, okay? You look at this Boy Scouts. They jumped into on this bandwagon, and now the Boy Scouts is simply faded into oblivion. Others are following suit. Bud Light comes to mind. We'll talk about that in a minute. But now you've got the chosen Fox News and even Chick-fil-A jumping aboard. Is there anybody that will stand, James, besides us? Yeah, I'm thinking Liberty News Radio, and then I'm thinking who else? I mean, certainly not on the level that you're talking about. Apparently not. Uh, and you're right. You go back to, again, you're talking about in the first hour when my father was born in the mid-1950s. And uh, even then, I mean, the, the whole so-called homosexual movement, it wasn't really even, it, was, it wasn't even nascent. I mean, back then it was still interracial marriage and things like that, but... Later on, when the homosexual movement started to gain steam, it was just, oh, we just want to be accepted. You know, we just want to be able to. And it, how, how long did it take before we just want to be able to marry just like anybody else? Love is love to lopping off your children's genitals. And it is the same movement, you know, pushing all of that. And you're right. It wasn't just, oh, we just want to be accepted. Please be tolerant of us. We beg you. And then when they get power, when their uh, ideas and people who share their ideas, come to power what what happened to all that we just want to be accepted we just want tolerance it, it there is no acceptance or tolerance for our people for christian people uh and it goes or inclusion from, for that matter no inclusion no it goes to we will absolutely ruin you you don't want to bake a cake you have a a, a faith-based objection to baking our cake we will ruin you we will put you out of business and we will starve you uh, it is a very hateful militant type of movement uh, but yes, I mean, that's where we're at now. And then the thing with Chick-fil-A, I mean, that's just so unfortunate because, I mean, Chick-fil-A, of course, the media presents them as this you know, backwards, bigoted Christian. And I, I love Chick-fil-A. You go to a Chick-fil-A, of all the fast food places, there are no doubt they're the most squared away. Uh, they're all, the employees are always clean cut, squared away. The restaurants are clean. They get your order right, which is almost unfathomable with fast food now. 
And so I, I like the, the culture there. But as you see, I mean, and as almost always the case, the founder of Chick-fil-A, Truett Cathy, uh, who instilled all of these policies that the media has always gone after. I mean, it got to the point where Chick-fil-A wouldn't be able to operate in certain areas. They wouldn't get their permits uh, because, you know, they were so bigoted and anti-homosexuals. Uh, so the media tells us. But when the founder died a few years ago, you know, his sons inherited uh, the, the operation, which is just so big now. I mean, it got started as a, a single diner in Georgia, and it grew to, you know, this incredible success story. Uh, but the, the, the succeeding generations are never as ardent as the previous generation. And we're going to have to turn that around. But this is what you see now. And, of course, uh, you you have... Uh, now children not as strong as their father uh, who are running the the company and they want to be accepted the only way to be accepted the only way to operate the only way to maximize the amount uh, of money you're bringing in is to capitulate and that's very much a shame i mean how much money this is the thing sam how much is enough how much is enough Uh, when is enough enough and you have enough to be secure uh, and so you're not going to back down from your positions. I mean, we see people like like me who has very, very little in terms of financial wealth. I mean, almost nothing. Uh, do I have less? I, I'm a father and, and, and a father of three and a husband. I mean, Sam, you're the same uh, father of a much larger family. Do we have less to risk than these you know, multi-billion dollar companies? I it seems like they would have enough security to say, you know what, these are our beliefs. We base them on the on God's word, and uh, while we will serve everyone, uh, our company's charter isn't going to be uh, in the tank like all the rest of you. Uh, something along those lines would be, I think. Uh, and I'm I'm still convinced that the wheat is growing with the tares. People don't know who's who in this battle yet. And when Chick Fil A goes woke and they commit to diversity equity inclusion um what do they call that the dei agenda right um people don't really realize (laughs) what these words mean right they don't know what it means yet folks but isn't it a dei it should be die agenda yeah i thought that's what you said at first that's what my brain connected was but but that's the point though it is a die agenda though it is a destroy civilization agenda that's the problem with it james and these people meanwhile i mean who wants who doesn't want diversity who doesn't want to accept and be kind with the differences at first can you go ahead and skip that break we don't have time uh okay look they don't have any tolerance or patience or understanding for it you think it's diversity but it's not you think it's equity but equity means give those who so so-called have been wronged is what they'll always claim or those who are downtrodden, or those who are um, whatever, the underdog, whatever word you want to use for them, those who have been somehow slighted, they will always get the upper hand in equity. Equity means payback, folks. And then in this inclusion idea is not really completely inclusive. It's only inclusive so far as they need you to step down so they can take your place. But once they get your place, they will not be interested in equity for you. They will not be interested in diversity at all. Unless it's everything godless. That's diversity to them. The godly is not diversity. That's the enemy. The battle flag is up. Okay? And you white flag folks must surrender. I mean white people must surrender. You got it? Okay. They will take nothing less than this. 
and people are deceived right now. I believe Chick-fil-A, Fox News, um, The Chosen, all these people mean well probably, James. I don't think they mean wrong. A lot of the churches across the country today, I think they mean well. They think that they're going to go ahead and put together the kindness and the gentle and the peace. and the. But what they're really doing is caving to the enemy, and the enemy will eventually turn on them and destroy them. It reminds me of in tyrannical societies, how you think you can go along with the tyranny at the top and say, hey, um, at least I'm protected. They will eventually turn on you. Write it down. Uh, James, your thoughts on this? I, uh, that's where I stand. That's how I'm convinced it's unfolding. I'll tell you my thoughts, and I've, I've pulled up a quote to share it. Uh, but first of all, I, I do think that Chick-fil-A is, is, is sort of what you're talking about here is they just want to go along to get along. They want to be kind. They want to be good. They, they, they're weak, but they're not the enemy. Okay. That's the thing that they are weak. And I think the same thing with the chosen right now. Hallmark, uh, and, many of these others seem to be. Yeah, uh, well, what the churches, the churches today, they just the think churches, if they can that's just, right. th- there are so many people. Uh, unfortunately, who will say anything and do anything and be anything just to get by and just to have a life that's not under constant attack and assault, like my, like my life has been. And on one hand, you can call them cowards and all of that. But on the other hand, I mean, we all work for a living, okay? We all have families. You can't, it, it's hard to be constantly attacked when you're not receiving anything back for it. Now you'd say, well, these churches, these are in leadership positions. It's just human nature, and I tell you, if our side was all of a sudden woke up tomorrow and we had our hands on the levels uh, on the levers of institutional control, all of these people would fall back in line to our way. Most people are just going to do and say whatever they need, whatever society accepts at the time, because most people are just followers and they're not leaders. And but it is sad when you see churches doing. It. I think Fox News is an entirely different thing, but uh, with uh, you know businesses like Chick Fil A and and with a lot of the churches. I'm not excusing it, but I'm just saying I understand it. They are weak, but they're not enemies. Now, again, if you want to go back to the real kind they of They are deceived. Let's use a proper word, too. They're deceived. Let's be clear. Well, they're deceived, and they're just thinking, well, we'll, we'll give them this one. But this is it. They've given them everything. But we'll give them this one, and, and, and we'll hold the line next time. But they never hold the line. It's just the, the latest radical egalitarian initiative of the left after, well, Robert L. Dabney, this was Stonewall Jackson's chaplain. He gave one of the greatest quotes in all of history. And if you give me about two minutes, Sam, I'll share it with you. And uh, he's talking about about uh, conservatism. And he, uh, this was what he was talk, saying about conservatism in the, in, in the mid-1800s, okay, in the late 1800s. This is what he was saying. Tell me if that doesn't apply today. It may be inferred again that the present movement for women's rights, see, that was the, the cause du jour of the time. Now it's lopping off children's genera- genitals, but back then it was so-called women's suffrage, will certainly prevail from the history of its only opponent, conservatism. Uh, this is a conservatism which never conserves anything. Its history has been that it demurs to each aggression of the progressive party and aims to save its credit by a respectable amount of growling, but always acquiesces at, the, at last in the innovation. What was the resisted novelty of yesterday is today one of the accepted principles of conservatism. And you see that now. Conservatives now say that, hey, Martin Luther King was our guy. 
Uh, it is, uh, but I go back to, to Daphne who said this in the And Don't Ask, this. Don't Tell used to be, oh, we can't dare go there. And then when they went further and promoted the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender in the military, openly and blatantly in your face, um, then they said, oh, my gosh, we've got to stand with Don't Ask, Don't Tell for heaven's sakes. Yeah. Right? That just shows the slippery slope we're going down. It's all based on dishonesty. People are deceived, and they're literally betraying agency, James. Well, here's the rest of that quote. You're right. But listen to what he's saying about conservatism and apply it to today with what we're talking about now with the churches and Chick-fil-A and on and on and on. It is conservative only in affecting to resist the next innovation, which will tomorrow be forced upon its timidity and will be succeeded by some third revolution to be denounced and then adopted in its turn. This is spot on. American conservatism is merely the shadow that follows radicalism as it moves towards perdition. It remains behind it, but never retards it, and always advances near its leader. Its impotency is not hard to explain. It is worthless because it is the conservatism of expediency only, and not of sturdy principle. It intends to risk nothing for the sake of the truth, and has no idea of being guilty of the folly of martyrdom. It always, when about to enter a protest, very blandly informs the wild beast whose path it essays to stop that its bark is worth than its bite and uh, that it only means to save its manners by enacting a decent role of the resistance. The only practical purpose which it now serves in American politics is to give enough exercise to radicalism to keep it in wind and to prevent it from becoming pursy and lazy, from having nothing to whip. So that that's really it, what he's saying here is spot on. That is the role of conservatism. It it uh, is the shadow that follows radicalism. Uh, it remains behind it, but never stops it, and eventually always accepts the call. The yesterday's cause of, of radicalism, uh, only to say it will hold the line on the next one, but only to fall in line in turn and so what he was saying then is, and it's, is it's stockholm with- syndrome by nature meaning that it that eventually too if you were to somehow try to protect uh conservative godly values uh the conservative godly will eventually betray us and they'll be hold to the the captive uh, so to speak in other words it's stockholm syndrome they will eventually defend and praise and promote and protect and and hide behind and revere that which enslaves them if we bring it up or uh, try to free them, James. Well, that's absolutely right. And that's uh, where we're at in America today. And again, you look at the battle lines, the flags, uh, what they stand for. I mean, what are we, what are we doing here? We are trying to be opponents of a government that wants to enslave people to death, a government which does not produce societies that foster industry, accomplishment, justice, safety, and courage. Now, all of these things are the hallmarks of Christian culture. That goes back to our flag. And if you if you look, if you just look and you listen, look and listen, okay? Look at some of these. And hold on. I hope when you look and listen, you learn, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead, sir. Well, they'll tell you and show you exactly what they are and what is giving them their energy. If you look, have you ever actually looked, uh, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever seen a so-called gay pride parade? Have you seen what these people look like? Have you seen the drag queen story hours where these people that look like literal demons are going into uh, to libraries and reading to these precious young children? Uh, have you looked at them? Have you seen them? What do they look like to you? And if you this this is this is really interesting, Sam. Talking about they'll they'll tell you who who they are if you just look. 
ladies and gentlemen, what, what we've been talking about today, this morning is in June, beginning tomorrow, as we broadcast live today on the 31st day of May, beginning tomorrow and all through the month of June, they have what is called Pride Month. And, I, and I'm telling you, look at them. They show you what they are. Uh, read, read, read Pride Month, and it'll tell you what they are. Pride Month, P-R-I-D-E-M-O-N-T-H. P-R-I-D-E-M-O-N-T-H. The word demon is literally the heart of, of those two words when put together. And also, I-D is in the middle of it as well. They're IDing who they are as demons, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now listen good. to me very carefully. There's a live read for you right now. He says this, my name is Christian Knuckles. Donald Trump is God's man. Evidence, he is being persecuted for righteousness sake. Matthew 5.10. DeSantis is God's man fighting the beast at Disney. Walt Disney was God's man. Look how the beast swarmed to buy Disney upon Walt's death. They turn Walt Disney Incorporated into the whore of Babylon. They turn the New Jerusalem, that's America, into the mystery of Babylon. Revelations 12, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. I think about those words, and doesn't that really typify what we're talking about? Said in a very concise way, pretty much, James? Yep, that's it. I mean that that is it, and uh, Mr. Knuckles is is spot on in that. And and I will tell you this, and this is the, the what is uh, I, I don't know if the word is hurt or angered me. Maybe a little bit of both. It's a mix uh, with the church capitulating. I mean, you know, people who are, are longtime listeners of, of of either your show or mine will know. I mean, you know, my troubles with the Southern Baptist Convention, which was the the church body that I was born into, and what they've become. You you could sit on any pew. Uh, at any Southern Baptist church, especially the small ones in the more rural locations, and you're going to find people who are good, great people, uh, the, the best kind of people that this country has to offer. Uh, but that is a Salt far the separation. Earth, people, James. Absolutely. A far separation, though, from the people at the head table of these denominations, and and, and that's the thing. But that, that that's what I have been so... Uh, upset about with the capitulation of the church is that the only thing, and this gets back to what Christian Knuckles was talking about, only through the banner of Christ, it has been proven before in our salvation, going back uh, hundreds of years ago uh, in Europe, it was Christianity that saved us, and it will be Christianity that saves us now. Only God and only through his help will we be saved. Uh, but <laughs> if they can capture the church and render it neutered and impotent, as the great theologian, R.L. Dabney was talking about, uh, then uh, then that they they have uh, they have taken away our our biggest uh, and and most potent arrow. So we're going to have to have a masculine, robust, muscular Christianity to combat this beast because that's the only thing that's going to slay, and that's why they're attacking it. So so again, yeah, it, it it pains me to see you know Christian companies or companies that are known to be Christian like Chick Fil A when you have uh, you know their CEO the 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 son, Dan T. Cathy, the son of Truett Cathy, going in and, and getting on his knees on, on national television and kissing the, uh, the, the feet of, of, of uh, uh, you know, malcontented uh, uh, people. Malcontented uh, gender-bender perverts who want to pretend their agenda is peaceful and kind and gentle and just accepting and open and full of equity and truth and... No, that's the Savior Jesus Christ that's full of equity and truth. All these others are nothing but imposter, liar, dishonest, perverts following Satan's agenda. Let's be very clear. 
Ladies and gentlemen, go woke, broke, go broke is the key. We're going to come back and talk about Bud Light. <laughs> Sales continue to melt down. We're also going to talk about the perversion of Target. They tried to back away because they know where the people stand, but they lied and got caught. We'll tell you all about it in seconds with James Edwards on the Political Cesspool and Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The House Rules Committee is advancing the debt ceiling to the floor, which clears a major hurdle as it continues to face opposition from both Democrats and Republicans. Office of Management and Budget Director Shalanda Young says it just needs to get done. We strongly urge both chambers to pass the bill and send it to the president's desk. Republican Texas Representative Chip Roy says the bill does not go far enough to cut spending. Be very clear. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. It is a bad deal. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter has dementia. The Carter Center made the announcement saying she continues to live happily at home with her husband, enjoying spring in plains and visiting with loved ones. Former President Jimmy Carter entered hospice care earlier this year. The decision came after he suffered a series of hospitalizations. Jimmy Carter is the longest-lived former president in U.S. history at 98 years of age. Rosalind is 95. North Korea's attempt to launch the country's first spy satellite ended in failure. The state-run Korean Central News Agency says the vehicle crashed into the West Sea. It happened this morning, local time. South Korea's military first reported the launch as a space projectile, triggering emergency and evacuation alerts in Seoul and Japan. A convicted killer and former follower of Charles Manson is getting approved for parole in California. Leslie Van Houten had been up for parole before, but California Governor Gavin Newsom prevented her from being freed from prison. Now a California state appeals court overturned the governor's veto and reinstated Van Houten's parole. The decision does not automatically mean she'll get out, however. The state could appeal to the California Supreme Court. Van Houten helped murder a Los Angeles couple in their home more than 50 years ago. I'm John Schaefer. It is soft and a little chewy, but more like a cake than a cookie. Today is National Macaroon Day. This is USA News. Hi, it's Wayne Alaroot for Vertical Research Advisory. For more than 30 years, Kip Herridge has been a leader in the financial industry, taking seven companies public and raising hundreds of millions of dollars for great American companies. In 2003, Kip founded the VRA, his global investment and economic newsletter. His top performing recommendations have beaten the market 16 out of 19 years. I've known Kip for more than 20 years, and I've seen his incredible results firsthand. He's the Nostradamus of the stock market. Let Kip prove to you how his VRA system works. Exclusively for my fans, Kip is offering his VRA membership completely free for two weeks. You'll get his new best-selling book, The Big Bribe, for free as well. Join now at VRAinsider.com. Get your free two-week membership at VRAinsider.com, the place where patriots go for their investment advice. Is the time that you became the smart money and learned how to crush the markets? Join now at VRAinsider.com. VRAinsider.com. Back with you live, James Edwards, Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable Live. Go woke, go broke is the reality check, ladies and gentlemen. Chick-fil-A, um, they're making a big, big, big mistake. 
So is Fox News. Uh, literally after they dumped Tucker, the only one to stand up for a lot of truth. They're down a million-plus viewers, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Boy Scouts literally faded into oblivion as they promoted the gay and lesbian agenda. Now Chick-fil-A foolishly following the same. Same with The Chosen. The Chosen and Chick-fil-A both promoting the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender agenda. They're calling it uh, whatever it is, equity and inclusion and diversity and all this other garbage. Um, but, folks, Bud Light went this way big time, and they uh, became the <laughs> meltdown of reality. Bud Light sales continue to plunge because of the boycott inspired by the, quote, trans advertising partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. And I guess the beer brand sales dropped 25.7% for the week of May 20th. That's after a 24.6% decline the week before. That's according to data reviewed by the New York Post. The sales volume... Believe it or not, the total number of beers sold dropped 29% compared to the same time a year before. So they're down big time, ladies and gentlemen. Go woke, go broke, and we'll talk about Target in a minute. Um, everybody's interested in dishonesty. Everybody's interested in this agenda, regardless of the financial consequences, James. But the people are speaking with their dollars right now. I hope it can it can continue. That's the thing. I don't know if Bud Light miscalculated the amount of blowback or if they were prepared to endure it for a short time uh, in light of what they considered to be a more important thing. See, that's the thing about the left is they will sacrifice a little temporary discomfort uh, to further normalize things that uh, are, are part of their agenda. Uh, whereas our people do not. I mean, you see this with Chick-fil-A. So this is what I was saying about uh, talking about earlier was Chick-fil-A, you know, getting a little pushback about being allegedly homophobic and, and, and being too Christian and intolerant. And, 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 and that's good. I mean, we need to be intolerant of evil. We need to be intolerant of things that God has forbidden. We need a righteous intolerant. There's nothing wrong with intolerance. But the uh, the the CEO of Chick Fil A this this guy now Dan Cathy who inherited it from his father Truett Cathy this is what I was stabbing at earlier in the in the previous segment was uh, in three years ago I was trying to find out what it was because I remembered it vaguely three years ago uh, during the George George Floyd riots which were truly an insurrection and truly riots he went on TV and got on his knees and kissed the foot of a black rapper and apologized for being white or something like that. I, I see the YouTube video. I remember covering that when it happened. But this is it. So he, he inherited his father's religious impulses, but but has found a new religion, apparently. And that's what I'm talking about. I mean, this is what we get from companies that are supposedly standing up from our side. You get on your knees on national television and kiss the foot of a black rapper? Why? What did you have to do with the George Floyd thing? And what does this have to do with anything? But see, now Bud Light... Uh, yes, it is good. I, I have been encouraged to see the blowback, but is this something that's going to dissipate? Because, see, I think that's what they're counting on. 
is conservatives don't have the media microphone. If Chick-fil-A steps out of line, I think if this guy this guy believes if he doesn't get on his knees and kiss the foot of a black rapper and, and prostrate himself before the system, that they will continue to come down on his businesses because they've got all the power. The only power conservatives have is individually to make the decision not to go out and buy something, but they're not going to continue to drumbeat uh, incessantly uh, through, through media uh, amplifiers. Uh, and I think Bud Light's probably counting on the fact that, hey, our, our sales may be down and may be down drastically for a quarter or two, but eventually they'll level out. Now, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if conservatives can keep this up and forever abandon this product. And, I, and, and, and Target, of course, I think Target you know, is, is the exact same boat, perhaps even worse, because, I mean, well, Bud Target Light did it. was the one that doubled down. Most of these companies try to back away and try to soften their approach and try to Target doubled down when they got boycotted the first time, but now the Associated Press magically changes facts in Target story, ladies and gentlemen. Now, here's the deal. Listen carefully to me. You know what? Um, the Associated Press used to be a news organization. Uh, whether you agreed with them or not, they would at least tell the truth, the who, what, when, where, why of a story. They were uh, primarily fact fact-based. Now they're literally changing facts in the story. Uh, agency, meaning Target, claimed violence in the Target controversy. Uh, they got caught lying. There was no violence. WND.com with this story. The Associated Press got caught lying, ladies and gentlemen. Has the Associated Press morphed from, quote, news reporting into an issue advocacy organization? The answer is clearly a resounding yes. Target has joined companies like Disney in the, quote, grooming of small children by, quote, prematurely exposing them to, quote, adult sexuality, homosexuality, transvestites, transsexuals, and drag queens. Any individual or corporation that launches a campaign to, quote, prematurely groom and sexualize children is guilty of child abuse, ladies and gentlemen, is a threat to children, is a threat to society, is undoubtedly grooming them for abuse. Breitbart writing some of these details as well. Look, folks, June is now Pride Month in America. An unconscionably stupid and disgusting celebration. For what? What percent of the population? Two percent of the population, maybe? That's it. Is gay? That's it. Okay. And we allow this to happen, yet the conservatives, the patriots, the freedom fighters, the church, the Christians, we can't get together. But they're promoting perversion and destruction of their sex, origin, sex organs as if that's not bad enough. These corporations like Disney and Target use, quote, Pride Month as an excuse to groom children. Target is so dedicated to this agenda now, ladies and gentlemen, to this degeneracy, that it partnered with a Satanist as well. It turns out that the people des designing the clothes that Target uses now and promotes these perverted agendas are designed by Satanists, ladies and gentlemen. Disney literally got caught having a man in a dress work with little children 
to prove the point. They are quadrupling down. They back away for a second, make you believe that you've stopped them, and they go right ahead with this psychotic, satanic agenda, ladies and gentlemen. Target is lying to you. Target, quote, we removed satanic items. That's a lie. Target tries to hide trans and LGBT pride clothing for kids. But conservative videos now expose the con game. All right? We are the majority. We are winning. Peter LaBarbera writes at WND.com. Target stock, believe it or not, has just collapsed to its lowest trading value in a year with no end in sight. Target loses $90 billion in one week following boycott calls over the bisexual, gay, lesbian, whatever, friendly kids' clothing. Now listen, move over, Disney, Bud Light. Here's the new number one. That's Target. Parts of the Target collection, that's these clothes, where they've got a a female swimming suit with a bulge in front so a man can tuck his genitals, where they have, quote, like, or I'm sorry, light binding, where they try to literally squeeze your boobs out, out of existence, folks. It's insanity. But parts of the, quote, Target collection with this clothing that promotes this were created in partnership with, quote, trans designer Eric Carnell, whose references to Satan are now using him to push the pro-transgender themes. Quickly caught the attention of pro-family critics, okay? The pride displays, like those of many other corporations, including Walmart and major stores, are linked to the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender Pride Month celebrations. Common sense Americans are finally starting to stand up for themselves and committing to actions saying, go woke, go broke. If that doesn't give you a reason to boycott Disney and Target and Bud Light and everyone else, I don't know what does, James. They're literally partnering with Satanists, and we told you this movement was satanically driven, and we've now proven our point. Target has really taken it to the next hey, can level. Can you skip if the it... break? James, go ahead, sir. Target has really taken it to the next level uh, with all of this. Uh, if anybody has been in a Target store, it has. it's not just something that they have put in their mission statement or something where all of these corporations of course copy and base uh, copy and, and paste their fealty to diversity and include you know all of the buzzwords you know uh lgbtqia plus whatever but target has really gone above and beyond in pushing this in the most offensive and in your face manner possible if anybody's been in a target store anytime recently the entire middle section the entire heart of the store you walk in uh, you you take a right into the main part of the store after the bank of, of cash registers, and it is a huge sea of a display. Uh, again, the majority of the store, and certainly the heart of the store when you first walk in, the first thing you see, you are just attacked with this uh, a besiegement of 
transgendered and everything that Sam was just uh, talking about. So it's not something that says, if you go to the right aisle, you might be able to find it. I mean, it is there, huge signage drawing attention to it, not just the products on the shelves themselves that are so prominently paced, uh, placed, but huge signage all about uh, this uh, transgendered and homosexual stuff. So, uh, and again, this is where the left puts its money where its mouth is. Who are they marketing? I, I was talking to my wife about this. My wife won't shop at Target uh, uh, anymore. And I know Target's been bad like this forever, but not not like this. I mean, Target has been bad. Everybody should have boycotted uh, Target, I guess, before before we did. But uh, it's. I'm saying, you know, the, the, what percentage of the population is transgender? It's like Sam said. I mean, it's it's in the low single percentages. Two, three, four percent, probably not even that high. One or two, maybe. And but this one of the major retailers of America is putting this as like the focal point of all of its merchandise. Everything that it sells in Target, this has the spotlight on it more than anything else. Uh, and and another thing you'll see uh, in Target, uh, if you're not uh, so-called transvestite, is. All of the models in the in the women's intimates section. Now, first of all, I, I don't want my kids to see even a, an attractive woman in, in just a, a very revealing bra and, and panties on the uh, on the on the signage of a store. Uh, but uh, here you have, in addition to all the LGBTQ stuff, you have morbidly obese women. As the models now, as the in-store models on all the signage and targets, I don't know what's going on there, but this is uh, <laughs> this is something where it can't be because that's what sells, and that's what I'm saying. You, you you hear these numbers, and it's unfathomable. You know, tens of billions of dollars that they've lost. I I hope they lose enough to where it hurts and to where they stop, uh, but that remains to be seen because it's still there. That's for sure. It is insane. There is a transgender grooming craze taking place, ladies and gentlemen. This is really the psychosis we're, we're dealing with, by the way. Now, listen carefully to this, folks, because um, the problem is the Biden administration is lumping Christians and Republicans, Nazis all together, the Media Research Center now, Brent Bozell and crew, uh, is calling to investigate this. This is unprecedented in American history. Not only is the, quote, regime targeting its political opponents and jailing hundreds of Trump supporters, but they are now literally putting Christians in this mix. The Media Research Center, a conservative watchdog group, obtained documents through a Freedom of Information Act request showing the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, program that's meant to, quote, fight terrorism is now funding the attack on Christians, ladies and gentlemen. It's a program meant to fight terrorism, but you're being used against Christians funded with your tax dollars. They've literally now started to attack the American political right. Anybody right of Mitt Romney is being attacked, believe it or not. They're using Mitt Romney as kind of the litmus. If you're right of Mitt, you're being attacked. The MRC Brent Bozell and the MRC says 
This terrorism task force is engaged in an effort to literally demonize, an active effort to demonize and eliminate Christian conservatives and Republicans and Republican organizations from society. I kid you not, folks. Listen carefully. What we have uncovered calls for criminal prosecution. The American people need to know that our tax dollars are being used for this and they need to be held accountable for their criminal hostile behavior. We, the people, need to learn to reject slice at a time communism. All right? We need, okay, this is serious, James. That's uh, the latest from even tame groups like the fam or the media research center mrc they're a pretty tame group but now they're realizing with their investigations and FOIA requests the biden administration is using your tax dollars to literally attack christians as terrorists james yeah don't i know it i mean they, they are doing everything they can to snuff you out and they will call you anything that they can get away with now you would have thought that hey you know people like me and you i mean obviously we're not terrorists by any stretch of the imagination by any uh, definition of the word but uh but they have slowly the system has slowly been testing the waters you know racist bigot f- phobic uh hater racist uh, hater uh, all of these things Violent. it's like okay well all of these are sticking so let, now we'll call him uh, the leader of the ku klux klan how about a domestic terrorist and there's nothing to stop them that's the thing and and then the more they they hit you with these toxic terms uh the more they can do to you and well, we've got a guy here who's a we believe to be a domestic terrorist. Well, you know what's he done? Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, they're not going to ever get into that. It's domestic domestic terrorist. Well, okay. Well, then, you're gone. Uh, you are you're, you're certainly blown off of social media. And and people say, well, you know, uh, I say I I don't know if people say this, but I say this. You know, compared to the price that our ancestors paid in blood and bone, losing YouTube or Twitter or Facebook and credit card processing and all of the things that, that, that I've lost certainly pales into comparison, but they are doing what they can uh, to stop you until they get comfortable enough to just come and put you in prison. And that's what we're working towards right now. Analysis, ladies and gentlemen, your tax dollars are being used to demonize and target you. Yes, they are weaponizing federal law enforcement to be used against you, and they're shamelessly lying about it. That's according to documents by the well, I, family or the, the media research center, James. I've got one for you, and I covered this on my program uh, last week uh, with uh, a friend of mine, Jared Taylor, who's an author and uh, the editor of the uh, American Renaissance, just a gentleman, uh, a, an aristocratic type of personality, as kind as the day is long. And then you have this new thing where the Biden administration uh, working in cooperation with the Department of Homeland Security has doled out tens of millions of dollars for these studies on so-called, as, as you say, domestic terrorism and hate and, and things like that. And uh, it was a lot of different organizations getting these grants. Uh, the the lowest amount paid out, if you were selected to participate in this project to sort of help understand hate and uh, supremacy and domestic terrorism and all of these words that are completely inapplicable, unapplicable. <clears throat> if you got one of these grants, it started out 
at $80,000. So $80,000. And it went up to the millions of dollars. You could have gotten that. But there was one research group uh, that uh, consisted of faculty members at Dayton University in Ohio. And they were awarded $352,000 to help the government understand the threats that extremists face. And you know what they did with $352,000? I want to ask you, what could you do with $350,000, Sam, in terms of funding this network and continuing your truth-telling endeavors? I mean, I could run it for probably two or three years, no problem. $350,000 is what uh, this group of faculty members at the University of Dayton received. From, taxpayer dollars. Okay, this is coming from the Biden administration. This is coming from the government. This is coming from you. Just the, Really, it's coming from your House of Representatives, who really is responsible for the purse strings and all funding. So let's be clear who's responsible as we debate the debt ceiling as well, James. So, uh, and this is a Fox News article. I can send it to you. A university program links Christians and Republicans to Nazis. And this was uh, granted... Department of Homeland Security funds under the anti-terror initiative. Uh, I wish we had more time to get into this. I'll, I'll send it to you right now, though, via email. Well, anyway, so in this article, it, it, it talks about uh, the uh, Dayton University receiving $350,000 as part of this grant procedure. And what they did with it was they came up with a pyramid of hate. It, it's a pyramid, and it has four tiers. On the first tier, which is the base of the pyramid, uh, you have... Organizations like the Republican Party and Fox News and the Christian Broadcasting Network. That's the, 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 the first tier of the pyramid. And then as the pyramid goes up, uh, you have groups that are supposedly more radical. Now, on the third tier of the pyramid, you had groups like my friend Jerry Taylor's American Renaissance. And uh, there's like a Nazi swastika there. And then at the top of the pyramid, the fourth tier, you have groups I've never even heard of, which I guess, as Jared said, as he uh, guessed, uh, is sort of like bomb throwers and, and violent, uh, truly violent people, if they even really exist. Sam, I just sent this over to you in an email. But it just goes to show what we're talking about here. This is, I think, this is a brand new article that came out of Fox News just last week. I covered it on my show last Saturday. And you don't think that they're coming for all of us, all of us, even the most milquetoast apologetic Christians are going to be included in what they are eventually going to be doing. It's going to be a dragnet to put us all out, all off the Internet and into prison cells and our internment camps if they can get away with it. Uh, so for, you know, now even something like Fox News and the Republican Party to be in this hateful, this pyramid of hate uh, that Dayton faculty members received $350,000 to come up with. It's, 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 it's utterly ridiculous if it wasn't so lavishly well-funded and being taken seriously, obviously, by somebody in our federal government. Ladies and gentlemen, free speech is where they're going next because this two-hour broadcast they cannot tolerate. Believe it or not, WND.com has a whistleblower uh, magazine dedicated to this very issue, highlighting how the evil folks cannot stand free speech. They cannot stand the truth being told. They cannot stand uh, us and our ability to articulate uh, these uh, battle lines, so to speak. Uh, they want to take away your free speech flag, so to speak. They want to use the battle flag against you. And anything you do say, think, will be used against you, ladies and gentlemen, because they're at a take-no-prisoner stage. They want to spend us into oblivion and then use that as the excuse because we're broke, uh, 
to move to a global currency and create a global financial reset, which will eventually create an economic reset, which will reset everything we know and transition the United States, the last holdout for morality. They want to jettison that, shut that down, and then move to a global stage where these clowns control the narrative. They control morality. They determine what religion is and what is not, what is what is allowed to think and be and behave and and what is not and if you cross them you will absolutely be completely destroyed now you can say sam that's nothing but a conspiracy theory and my response to you is this remember in the early days they just said we just want women to be treated kindly we don't want women to be slaves of their men Mm, there you go and now they go hey if you believe anything god teaches the god-ordained family or anything of that nonsense if you believe in god or christ or that christ rose from the dead or there's a morality above government or the kingmakers then you will be targeted it comes down to godly versus godless you believe in christ or you reject the christ and i submit to you that all these battle lines being drawn now are under a banner of some kind. Call it a flag, call it what you will. Our banner is Christ lives, and he teaches us the way to true happiness. Their banner is everything but. They don't care what road takes you to hell. Anything but the true road to salvation uh, is fine for Satan uh, to betray, to create a mockery of, to create a mere false image of, to manipulate, to destroy, they will stop at nothing. Write this down. The war in heaven continues on earth, and we stand in the middle, and you must decide, will you stand with Christ? Will you stand with moral, godly principles? Will you stand with the Ten Commandments? Or are you going to turn your back on that in the name of rejection of, quote, hate? Because they're making hate and Christ equivalent. Love and Satan are becoming equivalent. It's an outright lie. Good is called evil and evil is called good as the revelations teach us. But ladies and gentlemen, we need to stand firm and testify of Christ. The Ten Commandments and Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth and the life to protect liberty. James Edwards, thank you, sir. Love you, Sam. Thank you for being a truth teller and a true man of God. And I can't wait to talk to you again. ThePoliticalCesspool.org is his website, ladies and gentlemen. Incredible stuff from James Edwards. You want to get his book? They got a new book. The book, The Honorable Cause, A Free South, 12 Southern Essays. Check it out. It's incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs>